Welcome back to When a Gay Girl Meets a Trans Girl. I'm Holly. And I am Brooklyn. How are you doing today, Holly? I'm good. Did a lot of homework for my one class. I was trying to get super ahead, but it's locked until a certain date. So... Which class are you taking? It's one that deals with diversity and data. Diversity and data. What's your degree? You're going for, is it a business degree? Business management. I see. Um, so how was your holidays? It was fun. I didn't get to see my family, but I saw Brooklyn's family, and they were all really nice and everything. And it was really exhausting going everywhere, back and forth. It was fun, though. I got some fun presents. I'm actually coloring in my little coloring book I got right now. It's Pokemon. I'm trying to practice my shading for my drawings. You're a pretty good artist. Um, that's something I want to put on our Facebook page. Maybe I'll upload a couple of pictures that you've done. But you're quite an artist. I know you like to do... Um, you like to do mostly anime, right? Yeah, I like anime drawings. They make me happy. I don't really think I'm that great, though, but hopefully if I keep practicing, one day I'll get good. I think you're better than you think you are. I know that you uh, have discussed trying to make your own comic book, too. Yeah, that'd be fun. I've, like, I used to have one when I was a kid, and every now and then I start doing one. I always thought it'd be fun. I actually have my own book out, but I thought it'd be really fun to do my own comic book one day. When I was a kid, I also used to draw, um, they'd be like a page long, sometimes two pages long, but they'd be kind of more like in the style of Power Rangers more than anything. Um, teenagers that would transform into superheroes, and that was something that I always found to be really fun like drawing and coming up with stories and ever since I was little I created books and I always tried to come up with new ideas I actually made one a handful of months ago maybe almost a year ago a, a book or a comic? a comic remember the one where it was me trying to wave whisper or kitty yes I remember that I might post that to our page. It was pretty funny. Why don't you tell our readers what I caught you doing with the cat in the bathroom? And it's not as disturbing as you might think, but at the same time, it's just as disturbing as you think. It's not disturbing. It kind of was. It was natural. You, you know what? When I walk in on my wife naked with a cat, it's kind of a little odd. I was trying to weigh him, and for some reason, it totally left my mind. My reasoning was I needed to take off all my clothes to accurately weigh the kitty. I don't know why I thought that, but I did, and so Brooklyn caught me holding the kitty on the scale, butt naked. Can you imagine walking in on your <laughs> spouse, and I open the bathroom door, and she's standing there butt naked on the scale... With the cat in her hands, and she just turns and stares at me. And I'm like, what in the world are you doing? I'm weighing the cat. I'm like, what? I was like, I couldn't believe this. I was like, how does this, how does this work? 
And she was... Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Wasn't he like four and a half pounds at the time? I don't know. I, I don't really remember. I just was very wondering why in the world you had to have your clothes off to give an accurate weight. He was super fluffy. He's become a massive, like, gigantic cat. It's crazy. I actually cannot believe how big he has gotten. His name is Wisp, which I think you Whisper. guys... Wisp. Wisp. W-I-S-P. She has given me the kitten, and his name is now Wisp. Er. Whatever. <laughs> anyway, the cat is now a mammoth. Like, it's huge, and it's, like, bigger than the pug. He looks like a snow leopard or a raccoon. He's pretty big, but very fluffy and soft and adorable, and that's all that matters. I named Wisp after the, um, oh, after Rainbow Bright, if you've ever watched Rainbow Bright from the 80s, and that's where I grew up, and that was one of my favorite shows, um, Rainbow Bright's human name was Wisp, and I was always like, oh, that's such a cute name. I'd never name a kid Wisp, but... I thought it'd be neat to name an animal wisp. And when I was getting my vaginoplasty done, um, what has that been, a year and a half now? Yeah, August 25th of 21. Amazing how I always remember that date and she doesn't. It was a, I mean, that was all a blur to me, but we can go on more to that later. But um, Yeah, have you talked about that yet? No, I'd like to. I think that's going to be a, a topic we'll definitely get into in the next um, in the next year here. Maybe you definitely come, should. Maybe getting closer to my anniversary, maybe. Yeah. But we um, we were getting it done in Kansas City through the University of Kansas, and then we ended up coming across somebody that was giving away kittens in Kansas City, and I was like, oh, this is perfect. And Holly was like, okay, let's go do it. And so we started heading that way, and she was like, do you have a name picked out? And I was like, how about Wisp? I've always wanted to use the name Wisp. Unbeknownst to us, this cat is really a wispy cat. It's like crazy how long-haired. I honestly thought that's why she named him that because his hair was wispy. Well, it does. It kind of. Uh, I think it kind of went along with it, but that wasn't the original reason for the name. But he is a sweet cat. He's just very honorary. He's one of those. He's a bottom. He is a big bottom. He's kind of a crazy little thing. M's an angel. Yeah. Now the kitten has many names. His name, Wisp, is Whisper, known to me. Wispy, Wispy Cream, Little Bottom, Fluffer, Fluffer Nutter, Fluffer Butter, Fluffer Butter Nutter, Little Mountain Lion, Little Snow Leopard, White Thunder. White Thunder, I've never heard of that one. <laughs> Did you just make that one up? I've called him that like once or twice when I'm thinking of Chocolate Thunder from, um, what was it? The cat in the hat with Mike Myers. Mm, when yeah, he's yeah. thing one and thing two, he says, they're thing one and thing two, or chocolate thunder. That's funny. I had a song that I came up with about him. Um, it was the Grinch song. You're a mean one, Mr. Wisp. And uh, when I came up with that song, he actually was like, he just, I was sitting on this chair, and you got to think, this is a kitten. Um, but we have these bar stool style chairs. They're actually taller than a normal, uh, dining room table chair set. And, um, I was sitting there and this cat jumps from the ground up to my leg, but 
not on top of my lap, but to the side of my leg. He just latches on, and he's sitting there on the side of my leg with his claws, like, buried deep inside of my leg. I forgot about that. I screamed. It hurt. It was, like, the worst pain ever. You have all these claws, like, going in the side of your leg, just keeping this little three to four pound kitten propped up on the side of your leg. It hurt. She always refused to wear pants around him. And I warned her, with kittens, you don't wear shorts. No matter how hot it is, you always put on jeans. Yeah, so that's why I came up with the song. I'll have to sing it. Maybe I'll sing it next next year or something. I have a whisper song. My wisp song is off Denver the White... Wait, no, not the White Line. Denver... I was thinking of Kim of the White Line. Um, Denver the Dinosaur. Denver the Last Dinosaur. The Denver Last Dinosaur. Yeah. This last was a dinosaur. show. This was a show I had never heard of before, but Brooklyn has played it. I don't care much for the show, but the song, I love it. It is a good song. It's a good rock song. But, um, so I say like, Wispy the little baby kitty, him's a kitten and a whole lot Oh, she's got a lot of songs for the animals and myself. You just did something earlier, didn't you? Um, I know Mr. Rickman, you know the Mr. Crowley song by Ozzy Osbourne? I always go, Mr. Rickman. And then Brooklyn, she's got a million songs. Pretty much any song that I can sing, I put her name in. Um, That's true. It was, uh, what's the one I always sing? Brookie Lane. Oh my god, I sing it all the time and I can't think of it right now. The one I always sing, my Brookie Lane. The one we always sing to each other. Oh my god. Oh, this is killing me. I I, I can't think of... Uh, I texted it, the yes. lyrics to you the other day. I am trying to bring it out right now. Oh, now I remember. All of my Brooklyn... All of my Brookie Lane, all of my Brookie Lane is for Brookie Lane. And I'm like, all of my Harrison is my Harrison. God. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are kind of ridiculous. We are cringy. Yes, we are. So what is on the agenda for today? I see you have an article pulled up. I do. I thought it'd be fun to go across and do a few, just a couple of articles. I didn't want to focus too heavily on the negative side of 2022. I know a lot of stuff has happened. We've lost people, um, quite unfortunately. But I want to focus on some of the the happier times, I guess, over the last year. And uh, Really, all I want to do, I've got just a couple of articles here. I've got one that's focused a little bit more on the negative side but there is a positive side to it and then we have another one that was really good for us that comes straight out of the white house and i thought that that would be a really fun article to read and go over and kind of discuss a little bit um but and i'm sure you have a gay gaming game yeah this game actually is very gay for once very gay that's so gay that's so gay Um, But first of all, I do actually have something for you. Um, We haven't done a quiz in a while, and I I got a quiz for you. And this is actually specifically made for girls. And um, Not gay men? Not gay men. So you you know you're not a gay man in this one. But it's a personality quiz, and it's actually from uquiz.com. 
So it's got nine questions. If you're ready, we can go ahead and start. I think I'm prepared because I am a female taking a female quiz. I shall be fine. You're prepared just by that. Come, estrogen. Lead me to the correct answers. (laughs) You are quite dorky. Okay, Miss Estrogen. Question number one. Let's start off with the basics. Which sounds most like you? A, I really like girls. I'm not sure about any other genders. B, I like girls a lot. I guess I could see myself with a boy, though. C, I like boys a lot, but lately I've been wondering if I like girls a little, too. D, I find myself being attracted to two people I meet and get to know who they are on the inside, not just based off their attractiveness and gender. Um, what am I on, D? Yeah. D? E, uh, I like people based off of who they are, but I do prefer a specific gender. E, or that's F, gosh, it's a lot of them on here. I find myself attracted to many genders, but not all of them. And finally, the last one, the only gender I know I like is males. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's not it for you. Yeah, mine's going to be the previous one. The I find myself attracted to many genders, but not all of them. I think that's how we were able to get together. Like, I'm not attracted to cis men at all. But I could see maybe a trans guy. No offense. You guys are still manly and everything. But I don't know. Maybe you have less non-attractive male things to me. I don't know. Um, But... I am attracted to women and trans women. So, yeah, pretty much anything except for cis male, I guess. Would you be attracted to a non-binary? If they are not a cis male that was born a male. Okay. Makes sense. Um, Question number two. Do you know any genders you are definitely not attracted to? I think we just figured this out. I'm I'm not sure. I think we just answered our question with this one. It's A, no, B, males, C, females, uh, D, any gender besides male or female, or no, I prefer gender X. Whatever that is. My male. Not attracted to men. That's too bad for all the men out there. Um, Question number three. This sounds really stupid, but it's probably the best advice I've ever been given while figuring out my sexuality. When you really think about it or look deep inside, what sexuality do you think you are? It doesn't matter if you want to be ex-sexuality or your friends are ex-sexuality. Who are you? I know that's probably hard to answer this for some people, but just think about it when you try really hard. Do you consider yourself A, bisexual, B, bisexual with a preference for girls, C, bisexual with a preference for boys, we know that's not true, D, pansexual, E, heterosexual, F, polysexual, G, omnisexual, or finally, last one is lesbian. What is... The difference between pan, poly, and omni. Well, I mean, pansexual, I think, is for anything. Any gender 
no matter what. It yeah, covers everything. But um, polysexual and omnisexual. Yeah, might have to Google those just to check those boxes. Okay, so it looks like from the research I've done, um, omnisexual means that. Simply put, people who are omnisexual feel attracted to all gender identities. Um, pansexuals don't care about one's gender, but omnisexuals do. Omnisexuals do, and they are attracted to all genders. So that's the difference between omnisexual and pansexual. And then polysexual, what do we figure out with polysexual? It looks like it separates these off of what you identify with in your mind versus or like gender and then sex is what you physically have in your lower region so how would they identify me if i still had a male part am i considered to be still a male sex just weren't you transgender yeah transgender and now after you have your girl part you're transsexual right I, I, you know, I guess I don't know that much about being transgender then. Might Google that too. We're figuring ourselves out. We're, I'm a little over 30 and she's a little over 40 and we're just now figuring out ourselves. Um, huh. Yeah, so I guess I'm considered to be transsexual then. Very well. Now we know. So what do you consider yourself? Are you a lesbian or do you identify more in some of these other ways? I would be almost omni is everything. Yes, I believe so. So almost omni minus cis males because I'm good with cis female, trans male, trans female. It depends. Like if there's a real, if there's a lot of facial hair and I'm like, eh. Okay. I just always thought you didn't like trans males. That's, that's interesting. Little piece about you I didn't know. So you just, you don't like the the hair part of the mill. The hair, the smell. Very interesting. I, I consider myself probably, I don't know, maybe pan also. I, I, the thing is, like, as far as, like, the sexual side of things go, it probably wouldn't bother me with anyone but like I would not want to probably date or not that's not right I probably would not want to be in a long-term committed relationship with a male because I feel like there's just not as much emotion through a male relationship Alrighty. So, what do we figure out here? You are considered omnisexual, so let's move on to the next question. Um, what sexuality do you want to be with? Um, if you don't care, just click on the last option, which is, I don't care. But it's, again, bisexual, bisexual female, bisexual male, poly, lesbian, omni. So, you don't care. Okay. Question five. Picture this. You're dating a man. Ah. <laughs> It could be just a random male person. Imagine sending, spending your life with this person. How do you feel? Do you feel A? Ew. B, depends on what this person is like. Um, C, I'm fine with it. I like every gender. D, I'm fine with it. I like quite a few genders. 
E, I'm fine with it, although I would rather the man be a woman. F, I'm fine with it. I think I always like men better anyways. Or finally, the last one. This is how it should be 100% of the time. Should you be with a man 100% of the time? Um, but what about like Tom Holland or Channing Tatum? Those are the ones. <sighs> Both have baby faces. Well, like <laughs> shaven faces. So you're okay with them because they have no hair on their face? I think so. I guess I'll go with I'm fine with it, although I'd rather the mammal's a woman. Wow, I I expect you to say ew. Um, question number six. Picture this, you're dating a woman. It could be any random female person. Imagine you're spending your life with this person. How do you feel? I feel great. This is what I like. Ew. I feel fine. I don't care about the gender. It's basically the same thing, just opposite. And which one are you going to pick here? I feel great. This is what I like. Yeah, there you go. That sounds more like Hari-san. Um, question number seven. Picture this. You're dating someone from a third gender, which is non-binary. Gender flux, gender fluid, agender, whatever. How do you feel? And again, it's the exact same questions, which is basically, well, it's kind of a little bit different. I'm pretty sure I like women better. Pretty sure I like men. Uh, I never really thought about it. I mostly like women and men. I feel fine. I don't care about their gender. They could be from an alien planet. I feel fine. I like all genders. I feel fine in some cases. What gender in specific? The last one. I feel fine in some cases. What gender in specific? Okay. And then we got question number eight. What are you trying to figure out from this quiz? A, whether or not I like girls. B, whether or not I like boys. C, whether or not I like genders. All genders. Uh, D, whether or not I notice sorry whether i notice gender or not or uh e what is my sexuality which one you thinking um whether i notice gender or not okay and then i guess we got the last question in a perfect world you would marry a boy a boy but would date girls a girl a girl but would date boys a good person. I'm not sure. I like only a few genders. This is a perfect world. A good person. Per okay. According to this, you are omnisexual. That's what I guessed. Yeah. Um, I just want to point out they spelled weather wrong on all of those answers. They forgot the H after the W, and it was irking me. Okay. Interesting. It says here, uh, you're omnisexual. Pansexuals also often call themselves gender blind, but you notice gender, and that's totally cool. You are who you are. Congrats on being omnisexual. But first, think, does that feel like you? Is that who you are? And when you hear the words, you're omni, did it feel right? Do you think it felt right? Felt fine to me. So, you're my little omnisexual. I guess. You guess, omnisexual girl. Omnisexual girl in a... Omnisexual world. I'm so fantastic. That you're omnisexualastic? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that... That's probably not even a word. 
Come on, Holly. Let's go party. <laughs> People are probably going to think we're stupid. <sighs> we'll be right back, though. We're going to take a little break, think it on to our next segment. I need some water because my throat is very itchy. A little parched. Quite parched. Parched. Welcome back. Our next segment, I want to go over some um, kind of the good and the bad of the last year here. Um, I guess I'll kind of let Holly take it from the start. She's going to go over a little bit of the good. So if you want to talk about the first little piece here. All right. So Brooklyn went on to wh.gov and found an article from May 31st of 2022 called A Proclamation on Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, Transgender, Queer, and Intersex Pride Month 2022. That's awesome. That's pretty uh, cool that this is coming from the White House. So what is this exactly? Like, they just... Oh, briefing room? Oh, like, they actually, like, Joseph R. Biden. Oh. That's our president. Holy moly. Yeah, so this is actually an article that um, basically puts into, I don't know if you want to say law. This is actually what... Oh, this is him saying June is going to be the gay month. Yes, it's an official thing by the government. It's a federal holiday month, essentially, which is really neat. Yeah, that is really cool. All right. Oh, I love gay pride. All right. Okay, so we're going to read this um, timestamp, I guess. We're at about 28 roughly minutes right now. So I will say no, just in case people don't want to listen to it. No? Okay, never mind. <coughs> All right, so let me go ahead. I'm going to read this and just know that this is kind of like... I don't know, it's gay pride being acknowledged by everybody as the gay pride month, which is super cool. All right. Um <coughs> Are you do you get your throat clear? Yes. You're good. You're good to go, right? Yeah. You can read now. Okay. Here we go. During lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and intersex Pride Month, we reflect on the progress we have made as a nation in the fight for justice, inclusion, and equality while reaffirming our commitment to do more to support LGBTQI rights. Oh my god, that's a tongue twister. At home and abroad, I often say that America can be defined by one word, possibilities. This month, we celebrate generations of LGBTQI people who have fought to make the possibilities of our nation real for every American. Today, the rights of LGBTQ plus... I am just going to say LGBT. God, it might offend people. No, nope. that's, you know, I think they get it, but the plus at the end, it's just a really long abbreviation now. So, LGBT. Alright. Today, the rights of LGBT plus Americans are under relentless attack. Many of the LGBT plus community, especially people of color and trans people, 
continue to face discrimination and cruel, persistent efforts to undermine their human rights. An onslaught of dangerous anti-LGBT plus legislation has been introduced and passed in states across the country, targeting transgender children and their parents and interfering with their access to health care. These unconscionable... These unconscionable attacks have left countless LGBT plus families in fear and pain. All of this compounded has been especially difficult in LGBT plus youth, 45% of whom seriously considered attempting suicide in the last year. A devastating reality that our nation must work urgently to address. This month, we remind the LGBT plus community that they are loved and cherished. My administration sees you for who you are, deserving of div- dignity, respect, and support. As I said in my State of the Union address, especially to our younger transgender Americans, I will always have your back as your president so that you can be yourself and reach your God-given potential. Today and every day, my administration stands with every LGBT plus American in the ongoing struggle against intolerance, discrimination, and injustice. We condemn the dangerous state laws and bills that target LGBT plus youth, and we remain steadfast in our commitment to helping LGBT plus people in America and around the world live free from violence. Since my first day in office, I have taken historic action to ensure that everyone, no matter who they are or whom they love, has an equal place in our democracy. I signed a landmark executive order charging the federal government with preventing and combating discrimination on the basis of sexual orientation and gender identity. This includes non-discrimination protections for LGBT plus Americans in housing, healthcare, education, employment, credit, and lending services, and the criminal justice system. My administration has expanded access to inclusive passports for transgender Americans and instituted reforms to the traveler screening process at United States airports. We are supporting the open service for patriotic transgender military members and providing better services for LGBT plus veterans stop right there i want to give like a little applaud to that that's amazing continue i am honored by the service of the first openly gay cabinet secretary and the first transgender person confirmed by the senate and to have been able to establish the first white house gender policy council but there is more work to be done that is why i continue to call on the congress to pass the equality act which will enshrine long overdue civil rights protections and build a better future for all LGBT plus Americans. We must also fight for LGBT plus seniors so that they can age with dignity. And we must confront the disproportionate levels of poverty, homelessness, and unemployment in the LGBT plus community. This month, we honor the resilience of LGBT plus people who are fighting to live authentically and freely. We affirm our belief that LGBT plus rights are human rights, and we recommit to delivering protections, safety, and equality to LGBT plus families so that everyone can realize the full promise of America. 
Now, therefore, I, Joseph R. Biden Jr., President of the United States of America, by virtue of the authority vested in me by the Constitution and the laws of the United States, do hereby proclaim June 2022 as lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, and interse intersex pride month. I call upon the people of the United States to recognize the achievements of the LGBT plus community, to celebrate the great diversity of the American people, and to wave their flags of pride high. In witness where, whereof I have hereunto set my hand this 31st day of May in the year of our Lord 2022 and of the independence of the United States of America the 246th Joseph R. Biden Jr. Wow. What do you what do you think about that? That actually kind of made the hairs on my the back of my neck kind of stand up. It was You know, it's crazy. I thought the way you were reading it you felt really proud about how you're reading it. Yeah, it was very powerful. Yeah, I yeah. It was very powerful, and I don't know. I really admire it. That was that was really good. That's something that we can be really proud of this past year in the year 2022, and hopefully the next year, 2023, will be a year where something like this can shine. It can shine on our military. It can shine on the elderly. It can shine on the youth. It can shine on the teenagers and everyone in between that will hopefully take us into a much safer world. Yeah, that was really sad reading about 45% of youth having suicidal ideations. Now to take us over to what is, in my opinion, the sad side of all of this. Um, so if you go to the United Nations website, they have a press release on the United Nations Human Rights Office of the Commissioner. And we go from the President of the United States declaring that we all have these rights, that we all have human rights. And then you have the United Nations saying our rights are being eroded here in the United States. Um, this is actually a press release from August 30th, 2022. Um, and it states, the United States, the UN ex experts warn that the LGBT rights are being eroded and they urge for stronger safeguards especially here in the united states um it goes on to say that a u.n expert says the human rights of lesbian gays bisexuals trans and um gender diverse people are being deliberately undermined by some state governments in the united states and have urged the biden administration to strengthen measures to protect them what do you think about that i think that's fair i honestly have not i know that state laws have their own things and federal laws have their own things but i think when it comes to like inalienable rights and civil rights and everything those have always been federal so i don't see why we can't fall under that and be protected but then again, as I said, I haven't studied too much into all of that, so maybe technically it's not a federal right. So I know that the article that we read before this, it was just 
done in what was it March of 22 mm-hmm. or May March um, May, May um, from Biden and you know he talks about how he's standing up for you know the rights of the community but when they go into this article we talk about a little bit more on the violence how much inequality we have here in the United States in relation to health, the health care, the education, employment, housing, and all the challenges we're facing, especially the fact that the Biden administration has taken measures to address these challenges. But it's kind of, is it helping? Is it going to help? Are we going to be able to expect changes to actually take place? Oh, I definitely expect changes to start taking place. As we've moved on, people continue to become more liberated. It will take time, but, I mean, it begins with education. And I'm I'm currently in school, and I know there they teach diversity and inclusiveness. Like, every class mentions it. It is very eye-opening, and they teach that diversity actually helps make all of us better makes us all more prosperous so even if people won't do it for what's right they will do it for social things like companies supporting gay pride they may do it for the wrong reasons of profit but I mean they could have put their foot down and all stood together and been like no but they usually want to go and go with where the social flow is going. So if so many of them are doing it, then, I mean, everyone, it looks like majority is leaning towards treating everybody better. Yeah. And I'm hoping that we just are not reaching out to um, people that consider themselves uh, lesbian, gay, trans, bi, non-binary, whatever you are. I'm hoping we're not just reaching out to you, but I'm really hoping we are getting out to the straight people that are supporters that are people that belong to our community through the straight side of it Um, because you are so massively important to us and we need you to be able to make sure that we survive as human beings so I guess if you guys straight or gay trans enter anybody if you want, you can get on our Facebook and, I don't know, maybe let us know, like, what's going on in your communities. Like, are you supporting each other? Are there hardships? Like, are you having problems with insurance, marriage? And maybe what can be done a little bit better as far as what you're dealing with? How can something that the government maybe can do a little bit different? How can they help... Um, with some of the issues that maybe you're having. But yeah, if you can get on Facebook, um, just drop a line in there. We'll start a little conversation about it. I guess with that, we will head into the last segment, which is the gay gaming. Yay, gay gaming. You have a game already in mind here? I do. What is this game that you're talking about? Life is Strange. It's by Square Enix. Oh, okay. What's the cost of this game? It looks like... Well, the first one is the one that I'm focusing on, but the Arcadia Bay collection is about $30, $40, roughly around there. What systems are, is it on? 
it's on everything PlayStation Xbox I think they brought it to the switch and um, yeah it's on the switch they brought it to everything but the game has this girl and they are always featured in gay pride nowadays um, Max and what's her name Chloe yeah Max and Chloe and basically Max and this is not a spoiler but she finds out that she can basically move time and it kind of focuses on the butterfly effect like not so much like every little footstep you take could lead to something catastrophic but usually something really bad would happen and Max would think maybe if I rewind time and do something different maybe I can save my friend from something it's kind of high school drama but it gets really deep so kind of a graphic adventure it is but it is so popular because it really is not something simple it's it gets very involved and you get you start to become a part of them and there is some like mad like sci-fi stuff to it of course Square Enix isn't gonna just make it a lame like let's go through the drama it's it's really got some neat things but Max and Chloe pretty much girlfriends um, but they are usually always featured well definitely Chloe Chloe is definitely the gay one she's usually got the little rainbow shirt on and the beanie the blue hair she definitely is the perfect little lesbian that's hilarious since you got the beanie on right now I got the blue hair so Max is actually bisexual, but they do, they kiss each other a few times in it, so it's one more, a lot of lesbians like, I I definitely know a lot of lesbians that love that game, um, but it is for everybody, like, I don't know, it's just one of those neat little games that walk you through it, and I remember my, one of my guy friends, he was sitting there digging through the trash, because you can do ridiculous things, like, you go into, like, their dorm room, and you're digging through this girl's trash and you find like a feminine product and you're like, why? That's hilarious. <laughs> he was like, why did I find this? And I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> it's a female's dorm room. That's, that's neat though that they can put detail into it like that. Yeah, it it's definitely a game that if you're skeptical of non-action games, it is one that you should give a shot. You'll, I don't know, you'll get drawn in real quick. And they've made multiple spinoffs of it, it looks like. Oh yeah, because it is that popular. It, they've, like, man, they really, they really scratched the surface a lot for definitely the gay community in gaming. I've noticed ever since they got really popular, a lot more games have been supporting and making, like, whatever clothes you want to wear, whatever relationships, like... I think a lot of people have seen that gays and games won't ruin them. So you consider them more of a pioneer in a lot of the community? I really as do. As far as gaming, anyway. Yeah, I, I really do. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm going through the um, the game and, and looking at a lot of their awards. And, I mean, everywhere from Global Game Awards to the Joystick Awards to... And this dates back to 2015, I almost mean, 10 years ago. And they're still kicking these things out. I mean, they have a solid, like, 30, maybe even 40 different nominations, and looks like about a third of them they won. So, I mean, and that's kind of unheard of. I, I mean, there's good games out there, but 
to have a game that is continuously, you know, year after year after year still winning awards, that must really mean something. Yeah. That's really cool. It's it's something that I think that I'd like to look into a little bit. I'd like to see what it's about a little bit more. Yeah, it goes on sale a lot. You could definitely wait till it's on sale. Oh, it was some new IP awards, which is intellectual property, which is a big thing for a game to be able to get that. It's pretty crazy. Well, it's one that uh, obviously the gay gamer over here highly recommends, I should say. Yes. Okay, well, um, I think that's it for today. So this Sunday is New Year's Day. It'll be 2023. It'll be a whole new year, right? New week, new day, new year. All in one. Um... Well, I hope all of you have a safe and wonderful New Year's Eve. And definitely no drinking and driving. If you're going to party, party smart, not stupid. Because we need to make sure you're alive for the next broadcast. We need to keep you around in this world. Um, but I hope you guys have a really happy New Year's. And I hope the next year is just as amazing as I hope your year was this year. And if it's not, then... Well, hopefully it'll get better. Yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Make your, what is it, the resolutions and actually stick with them. Get through them. Write them down. Keep up with them. Absolutely. And uh, so I guess we'll just see you next Thursday then. Yep. Until next time. Goodbye. Alrighty. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us on our show. Don't forget to check out our other shows wherever podcasts are available. And if you're in the position to help our podcast grow, please join us at patreon.com forward slash ggirltgirl.com and check out our Facebook page for more updates and messages at gaygirl forward slash transgirl. And if you're joining us here from YouTube, please hit that like button and subscribe. Thank you. Um.